This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 368, deleting music you no longer listen to, and online congruency from the audiobook Essential, Essays by the Minimalist, and I'm Justin Mollock. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, one of four podcasts where we read to you from amazing blogs and authors who have given us permission to do so. Here I cover personal development, minimalism, healthier living, and more. It all started as a way for me to read more amazing content and also share it with others at the same time but also to work on my crippling performance-based anxiety, which happened to turn into a lot more social anxiety. So I thought talking to you every day might help, and I do feel like it's working after a whole year of doing this show. But I'm not reading live today just because I'm taking a little bit of a break. I've been working on doing the audiobooks for The Minimalists. They've been so nice, by the way. Please support them. They're awesome. And I just launched my own personal second podcast that I host, which I'm hosting with my friend and business partner. That makes four podcasts total in our network, so things have been pretty crazy around here, and it helps me catch up when I play excerpts from The Minimalist for you, so that's what I'm doing today, just like yesterday. And I think that's enough of an intro, so let's get right to the audiobook as we optimize your life. An excerpt from the audiobook Essential, Essays by The Minimalist. Deleting Music You No Longer Listen To by Joshua Fields Milburn. Are you actually going to listen to that Ricky Martin album again? Then why is it still on your iPod? Why do you keep music you haven't listened to in years? Do you keep it just in case? I certainly used to. Once upon a time, I owned more than 2,000 CDs. This is no surprise to people who know me well. I'm an auditory learner, which is the reason my writing often has a run-on-ish, out loud, tumbling words, pace and cadence. And so music has played a significant role in shaping my life. Because music was important to me, because it added immense value to my life, I transferred all my CDs, literally all 2,000 of them, one by one to my iTunes library until my hard drive was bloated with more than 20,000 songs from AHA, hey, no laughing, to ZZ Top and everything in between. Music is a special art form. It is different from movies, television, or even books. Music is created to be consumed more than once, absorbed over time, shaping itself to your consciousness after many listens. Movies and books are generally created to be consumed once, maybe twice not repeatedly. That's why I advocate getting rid of old movies and old books. But today, I'd also like you to consider getting rid of some of your music. Recently, I deleted 80% of the music in my iTunes library. How did I select what to delete? I spent a few hours shuffling through my albums, starting at the top. Yes, if you're wondering, AHA was the first to go. I deleted everything I hadn't listened to in the last six months. Billy Joel, gone. Guns N' Roses, gone. Corey Hart, Mostly gone. Sunglasses at night survived the cut. All that's left is the good stuff, the music I enjoy listening to. 
Now my iTunes library is easier to navigate, it's clutter-free, and it's filled with music I love. The National, David Gray, Talib Kweli, and others. How much of your music is in the way of the good stuff? Online Congruency by Joshua Fields Milburn I'm sitting in a diner in Birmingham, Alabama, smelling the ground coffee beans wafting through the air, sifting through emails from friends. One in particular stands out. A close friend is amid the tedious med school application process, and she's worried about her Facebook account being used against her by the folks who review applications. Now, I don't even have an undergraduate degree, so I'm likely an unfit advisor on grad school matters, but then again, I don't really see this as a collegiate affair at all. Rather, it's a matter of congruency. For the longest time, I myself led two separate lives, professional JFM and personal JFM. There was corporate me, prim and proper, ostensibly flawless, and then there was creative me, flawed but beautiful. Beautiful because of the flaws, perhaps. For obvious reasons, the two mixed about as well as glass rubbing against concrete. So I kept them segregated. Corporate me didn't talk about his love for writing and creative me loathed hiding himself from the world. It was almost as though both sides were ashamed of each other. Over time, this took its toll until eventually I realized living two separate lives was exhausting, even disingenuous. So instead of hiding one half from the other, I decided to change my activity to align both halves. In my friend's case, she wanted to go as far as changing her name on social media. My advice? Do you do anything online you're not proud of in real life? If so, I wouldn't change my name, I'd change my online activity. Your online persona should be a mirror of you and nothing to be ashamed of. For me, there isn't an online self and a real life self these days, just myself. Whether I write something online, speak to a crowd of people, or have a one-on-one conversation with a friend, my life is congruent. Don't get me wrong, I still have a private life, like most people I enjoy having sending tardy text messages and walking around the house naked, I just don't share those details publicly. Not because I'm ashamed, but because they are private, and because they don't contribute to the greater good. There's a big difference between a public online profile, an extension of oneself, and a private intimate conversation. Personal interaction is not meant for public consumption. Deciding what's private and what's public is a personal matter. Share whatever you'd like. Just don't be ashamed of who you are. Shame is ugly, and you're far too beautiful for that. You just listened to an excerpt from the audiobook Essential Essays by the Minimalists, and I think that's the end of the technology chapter of the audiobook. I will play more for you, maybe tomorrow, maybe not. I haven't decided yet. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, and I might forget to tell you on Thursday, but I just remembered, so I'll mention it now. The Minimalists have a documentary called, well, Minimalism. <laughs> I think the full title is Minimalism, a documentary about the important things. And this Thursday is gonna be on Netflix. That's awesome, so definitely check it out. And before we go, if you like this show, I'd greatly appreciate it if you join my email list at oldpodcast.com. You get a bunch of freebies from me. You'll be entered into raffles to win books every month, including books from these very minimalists. And it's just a really nice way to show that you like what you hear. Again, you can come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address there, or you can text in. Just text the word optimal to the number 44222. 
And that's it for today. Have a great rest of your day and I'll catch you in tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.